Hey y'all, welcome to Unapologetic Faith. I'm your host, Sonya Taylor. I'm a wife, mom, registered nurse, and transformational life coach. After getting serious about my walk with Christ, I had this overwhelming feeling to share the word of God, but not only to share it, but to explain it in my own unique way where people could actually relate to it because that was once my struggle. What I did not expect was to get a little opposition when I started sharing my faith. But for me, that just kind of added fuel to my fire. As a result, I have gotten more bolder and more confident and fearless about sharing my faith. If you have a desire to grow your relationship with God, understand his word, and be bold and confident and fearless in your walk with Christ, Unapologetic Faith has you covered. Let's get started. Hey, this is Sonia, and you're listening to the Unapologetic Faith Podcast. On this episode, I wanted to talk about rest. And so you can't really talk about rest without talking about the Sabbath. And I don't know for anyone else, but when I used to think about the Sabbath, I actually thought it was about a day of worship. Um, But the Sabbath isn't about worshiping God. It's about a day of rest. And... I don't know if you haven't had a chance, um, go back and listen to my episode where I talk about what it means to truly be blessed by God. And in an episode, I talk about um, the law of first mention. And all that is, is that it's a concept that suggests that the first occurrence or mention of a word, phrase or concept in the Bible, um, it sets a precedent and provides insight for its um occurrences throughout the rest of the scriptures so if you see it in genesis first whatever it means in genesis it's going to mean in exodus or the new testament or wherever you see that word or concept or phrase again and one of the things that i've learned since i've been in um um, my bible course is that if you get genesis wrong you're going to get the rest of the bible wrong So when we talk about the Sabbath, the Sabbath is a principle about rest and God modeled and demonstrated that we need rest. Um, God rested from his own work and rest refreshes us, um, our minds, it refreshes our bodies, our souls. Um, We were not meant just to keep going and going. And so if you look at Genesis 2 verses 2 through 3, it says that on the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation. So he rested from all his work and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work. So, guys, the Sabbath isn't about worship. Although you can worship on the Sabbath, (laughs) you can worship anytime you get ready. But it's primarily a principle about rest. And what you're saying when you practice the Sabbath, there's that word practice again. <laughs> what you're saying to God is that I tr- that you trust him, that he can do more in six days for you than you can for yourself in seven days. And I'm going to show you um, in scripture where... This um, principle of rest um, is talked about throughout the Bible um, in several different places so that you really understand this concept. And remember, um, 
there's a difference in believing in God and trusting in God. And what I have found that if if you God is a relational God. So what that means is is that he won't do anything unless you ask him. If you don't ask, you won't get it. Remember it says you have not cuz you ask not. So if God sees you handling it, he's not going to step in. So sometimes we need to step aside so God can step in. And a lot of people are working themselves to the bone and they're not resting. And this is a principle that you can apply to your life. And when you apply that principle, you're going to say, hey, I've worked for six days or five days or however many days. And I'm going to take this day and I'm going to rest for the Lord. I'm going to rest for myself, not just for the Lord. And God put this principle in place so that we don't get overworked and tired. You can't function if you're always tired. And one thing that I noticed is you can't even pray. You're not even going to want to spend time with God if you're always tired. So God doesn't want us to be tired. He never, life was never designed for us to just work and work and work and work and not get any rest. And I just want to say this because I know that someone is probably going to listen to this episode and they've probably been taught all their lives that no, the Sabbath is about worship. Um, Again, go back to my episode where I say it's not about who, it's not about where you worship, it's about who you worship. And in that episode, I talk about where Jesus said in John chapter 4 that we worship God in truth and in spirit, meaning that God is omnipresent. He's everywhere and he shouldn't be limited to just a building. So you can worship God in your home. You can worship God at work. You can worship God in your car. You can worship God anywhere. That's what he wants us to do. As a matter of fact, let me tell you exactly what Jesus said. In John chapter 4, in red bold letters, Jesus says to the Samaritan woman who's he, who he's having a conversation with, he said, but the and this is in John 4 verse 23 through 24, he says, but the time is coming indeed, it's here now. When true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and and in truth the father is looking for those who will worship him in that way for god is spirit so those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth he repeats it and this is the way and this is what he said god is looking for people who will worship him in that way and he's saying that he's not limited to just a building and i'm not at all Um, insinuating that we shouldn't go to a church building what I'm saying is is that you don't have to wait to get to the building to worship God honey you can worship him right where you are what he's saying is is God wants worship that is genuine and true and why I'm just sitting here I just thought about this you know because again I I spoke on this in another um, 
episode that God does not want to control us. God wants genuine, true worship. That's his love language. He doesn't want want us to be forced to do anything. He wants us to want to follow him, to want to obey him. And I say this all the time. We all have a choice. You don't have to do what God says. You have a choice. You can do whatever you want to. But just make sure you know the consequences of not being obedient and not following him. Those are the consequences that you have to live with. Because anything that is said in the Bible, that's for people who... um want God to lead them remember the Lord is my shepherd it's for the people who want to be guided not for the people that don't want to and so I want to reference um, another place in scripture where it says that the Sabbath is a day of rest And if you go to Exodus 20, verse 8 through 11, and it says, remember to observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. You have six days each for work, for your ordinary work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath day of rest dedicated to the Lord your God. It goes on to say, on that day, no one in your household may do any work. This includes you, your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, your livestock and any foreigners. For in six days, the Lord made the heavens, the earth, the sea and everything in them. But on the seventh day, he rested. That is why the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and set it apart as holy. Hey, if you're a new believer and you just don't know where to start studying your Bible, listen, I got you covered. I created a really simple and easy to understand Bible study guide. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to download it. Enter your name and email address. It's just that simple. Please don't miss out. Um, Download your free study guide today. And if you go to Mark... um, chapter 3 verse 4 um jesus is suggesting that the sabbath is a day to do good god rested but he never said it wasn't a day that you couldn't do anything to help somebody he just wanted it to be a day of rest um for his people and he didn't mean that the concern for rest should keep us from lifting a finger to help someone um that's in the description that's in my um, study Bible and so you can help somebody on the on the Sabbath like we have to get it in our heads that God does not want us to follow these strict rules and when you read the exchange between Jesus and the Pharisees in Mark 4 um, actually in Mark 3 verse 4 he is trying to get them to see <laughs> that a kingdom living a kingdom life and living God's way is not about having all these strict rules to follow 
It's about living by principle. And when you live by the principles, they work for you. Again, I'm just going to say this. Who benefits from you resting? You do. You benefit when you rest. And so I'm going to give you one last explanation in Exodus 16, verse 22 through 23. And it says, on the sixth day, they gathered twice as much as usual, four quarts for each person instead of two. Then all the leaders of the community came and asked Moses for an explanation. He told them, this is what the Lord commanded. Tomorrow will be a day of complete rest. A holy Sabbath day set apart set apart for the Lord. So bake or boil as much as you want today and set aside what is left for tomorrow. And so God is trying to get the Israelites um, to model or demonstrate um, the Sabbath. He tells them you you collect enough for um two days so you can rest the next day what he was trying to get them to do was to trust him as well if you think about it um you would have to read the whole um entire chapter um, of Exodus 16 and I really don't want to go into too much detail but God was trying to prepare them well let me just back up they were complaining about not having enough food to eat so God gave them this um, manna to eat and each day they had to go out and collect it. If they tried to keep any more, it would just spoil or rotten the next day. And they would go out. Some of them would collect, you know, enough. And then some would collect more. But by the next day, it had already rotten. So what he was trying to get them to see is that if you trust me, <laughs> um, you're going to have enough food to eat the next day. And that's what God is trying to tell us with the Sabbath. When we practice that, he's saying that I can do more for you in six days than you can for yourself in seven. And I just want to point out, because I know everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people love to eat at Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. Hobby Lobby is closed on Sunday. But yet, they're still doing well. I don't know exactly the numbers, but I think we can conclude that they're doing well enough that they don't have to be open seven days a week. And I once heard that um, I haven't done any research, but someone said, you know, Chick-fil-A does better than some of the restaurants that are open seven days a week. That's because they practice the Sabbath. They practice the day of work of of rest. And again, I did not say it was you can't worship because it can be a day of worship as well. But the main principle is that it is a day of rest. So I want to leave you with this thought or I want you to ask yourselves, do you trust God enough 
to take that one day of rest? Do all your work in six days and take that one day of rest? Or take two days. However many days. But this is how you apply the word of God. When you apply that principle to your life. When you practice the Sabbath. And you know we can practice the wrong thing. I mentioned that in I think my last episode. Where I talked about you know sin versus mistake. When you practice something. That means you do it over and over again. But we want to practice the good things. Not the bad things. We want to practice the Sabbath. We want to acknowledge that this principle of God's and apply it to our lives and it's just as simple as that it's so practical that people um it goes over people's head some people not everybody and I know somebody may be listening and saying well I get my rest I I don't work you know seven days a week well there are plenty of people who do work seven days a week and they work themselves right into a grave. I don't care who you are or what kind of work you do. There is no way humanly possible that you can work seven days a week and never get tired. God, We weren't built for that. God didn't create us for that. <laughs> and it all goes back to Genesis. And so I hope for somebody like all of these little pieces are making sense to you um of course you know we talk about genesis and exodus those are in the old testament and we are to learn from the old testament and in john i talked about jesus that's from the new testament and if you haven't been practicing the sabbath you can start today you can start today. And I really don't want to. I guess I will bring this up. There was a lady who actually sued her job. Because of this. Because it was a part of her. Um, religion. To practice the Sabbath. And they wanted her to work. And they went. Against that. And she sued. And she actually won. Now, I'm not suggesting that anybody go out there and sue your employer, but I am saying that if you can um, take a day of rest and as a believer, practice this principle in your life, do it. And I always say this, the word works if you work it, but if you don't work it, it's not going to work for you. If you don't believe it, it's not going to work for you. If you don't trust it it's not going to work for you you have to believe that's the whole basis of faith (laughs) is believing if you don't believe it's not going to work so that is it for this episode I hope that you guys have learned something that you didn't know and I hope I didn't bore anybody to death talking about this but I just really want to um, you to know, understand what it really means um, to rest in God and one of the things that you can do um, and one of my prayers that I pray is that God let me experience your rest let me experience your rest 
Mm-hmm. All right. I will see you guys on the next episode. Thanks again for listening. Please make sure you um, subscribe to the show if you haven't. And also um, make sure you download this episode and share it with somebody um, who you think may need it. Remember, sharing is caring. See you next week. Bye.